0: Simona is from Romania, she works as a fraud analyst, and she loves photography, writing short stories on her blog, collecting vinyls, and she adores art very, very much. Simona, how are you today? Hello,
1: Isis. Uh, First of all, thank you for this opportunity, Uh, and I'm very happy to participate into this uh, podcast. Uh, Today, I'm feeling very good, relaxed. It's a good Sunday.
0: I'm happy and honored to have you here and very curious to discover even more about you as a person, to have a great conversation about life, art, the world, and the universe. And I'll begin with this nice first question about you. If your friends and the people who know you best could describe your personality, what would they say about you?
1: Well, I think the uh, first thing uh, that my friends would say about me, it will be that I'm a funny person. <laughs> I really like to make a lot of jokes, uh, to see the funny part in each situation. Uh, and I like to tell a lot of stories. And most of my stories are uh, very, very funny. I try to find uh, this uh, comic in everything. <laughs> Also, a lot of friends uh, uh, say that I'm a unique person, I have a unique style of dressing, of uh, living somehow, because I try to be very free all the time. So yeah, I think these are the major points.
0: Thank you. And usually someone will say, Oh, tell a funny story or whatever, because they're uninspired. But What I'm really curious about is something else. It's about understanding you as a woman and how can this inspire other women to be more funny, more free all the time. And therefore, I'll begin with this, about finding the humor and the funny in everything. Is it something that you always had or did you train yourself to do it? How does it work? Do you have like a constant question in your mind, what is funny in this, and that is your approach? Or is it like channeling, like you're almost meditative or in trance and it just comes to you, the idea for something funny and you say it? Tell me more about the process inside you as a person that allows the funny to be created while 99% of people don't have the same approach? Uh,
1: first of all, I think this thing comes from my mother because she she has this uh, talent or I don't know how to call it, but uh, even if it's a sad situation, something not so good happened, when she's telling these uh, stories, she's bringing something funny. and uh, Of course, like in every ha- family, we had some small issues during the time, some small problems and uh, I think that we try to see also the funny part of things, not to uh, get so deep into these uh, problems. And uh, I don't know, while growing up, I started to find these things. Like it's something happening, maybe it's a small problem, we have a small issue, but also it's a funny side. And also I realized that the problems and everything that's mm, happening and is not so good in not such a good light, It has an end. It's not like forever. So I try to see the life in a positive way. And this is how I manage to see funny things in everything. And it helps me a lot.
0: This is really, really interesting. And I'm curious about two related things. Why is it important for you to be funny? And is being funny more for yourself so that you don't have like a painful and negative life? or is it more because like you spoke about your mother to give other people a good emotion it's more about being serving other people or making their day and time better rather than for yourself personally
1: uh, i think both uh, things apply first uh, i have this uh, talent see funny things for me it's uh, it helps me a lot it's uh, making me feel better solving the issues easier. As I said, For uh, first it's for myself. And then I like to bring good energy when I'm uh, surrounded by people and I do have a lot of friends and I'm a social person and I like to spend time with a lot of uh, people. So I really like to bring good vibes wherever I am.
0: Thank you. Are you a very sensitive person who feels emotions, especially negative ones, very very deeply
1: uh yes i am i'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing but yes i'm uh, not all the time but most of the time i'm very sensitive and uh, i feel all the emotions even if they are good or bad i feel them very strong
0: thank you so is joking a way to kind of reduce the pain and the negativity of any negative emotions so that they don't touch too deeply is this like a possible possibility
1: yes it is indeed i can say this it's like a i don't know if coping mechanism it's a good uh, way to describe this but it uh,
0: helps thank you and as a person who feels things deeply and is sensitive to emotions i can see how you appreciate art And I'm curious to know, how do you experience an art piece? Do you see it and it reminds you of previous situations that are triggered by that and you get there, you imagine yourself there and feel the emotion? Or is it when you see it, you just feel it in a way that is unique and deep and therefore art is a way to trigger a kind of an emotional experience and creates new emotions and new emotional adventures within you or is it because you appreciate the creativity the craftsmanship the work and energy of the person and you think wow They have created something unexpected and it's more logical, like an art critic. Or how do you experience a piece of art that makes you adore and love art in a way that maybe some people don't?
1: First of all, uh, I find myself in many pieces of art, like in a painter or in a movie or... uh a song or uh, some art uh, installation or something, I find myself most of the times or uh, pieces of art are making me feel some emotions, some strong emotions. But on the other hand, I appreciate a lot uh, the work of the artist. Since I was a kid, I was into this. I like to discover new things. Um, I went to the museums. So, so yes, it's uh, it works in both ways.
0: That's really, really interesting. I would like to explore more about finding yourself. But first, is writing, like, is it In a way, and I remember there is a movie about Pablo Picasso where, for example, in a day where he will choose to create a piece of art based on green, he will go into the forest, fill himself with all the green colors, and then he will have an emotional charge that is focused on green, and he will go express it on the canvas. Is art, photography, all those things a way to give you emotion, and then you're full of that, and you express it in your writing and in your blog? Or how is the process for you? The
1: writing process, it's uh, a very important one for me. Uh, First, I use writing as a therapy as a form of therapy. And uh, I feel more uh, released after I'm writing. Uh, Sometimes I use my experiences and I had a lot of experiences very unique, very interesting. And I try to put them into words. Uh, sometimes I write uh, about, uh, I also write uh, like to write fiction. So I just let my imagination <laughs> go with the flow. But uh, most important is like uh, therapy. And of course, I get inspiration from all the places, uh, people I met, uh, places I've been uh, Maybe sometimes uh, going to a museum, seeing some nice uh, pieces of art, made uh, inspire me to write something.
0: Thank you. And I'm speaking to you. I'm feeling that you're a sensitive, very creative, artistic person. How does this mix with being working? You know, your work in fraud analysis. What was the idea behind it? Is it to you something that you chose maybe when you were studying because you thought, well, it's a stable and unique job and so I can have a roof over my head rather than being a struggling artist? Or how do you find yourself and express yourself? and find that artistic side when it comes to your job? Do you, or how does it work? Well,
1: uh, this is a very interesting question. Actually, I'm very into fraud. I like a lot the this field, and uh, I do love my job. I'm very happy that I managed to arrive in this point in my career. And it's like having both sides, this very analytical and very technical, I can say, it's a lot of uh, a lot of investigations to be done. And I feel very, very comfortable doing this. But also is the other side of my personality that's uh, very dreamy into art, into beautiful things. So they work very well together until now, I can say.
0: Thank you. That's interesting. And I can see how you said your friends find you to be a very unique person. I would like to explore that and speak about freedom. Are you some, like, what does freedom mean to you? Are you someone that if you feel any restrictions from anybody, it's almost like a prison or suffocating? So you're resistant in a way and you only do what gives you freedom because you feel alive? Is freedom to you another thing, which is expressing your uniqueness and not being mainstream and similar to everybody? Or how do you define your uniqueness? How do you find it? And to women and girls who might not feel confident enough to live their freedom and uniqueness, what could be your advice or what did you do?
1: First advice would be to love ourselves. Uh, Of course, during the time I had some struggles. I uh, was not loving myself so much. Uh, I was not feeling uh, very good in my own skin. So I was not all the time like this, uh, super confident. But I started to uh, to learn how to love myself, how to accept myself, how to... uh, I realized that uh, each person is unique. We don't have to compare with uh, other people. We are who we are, created by our experiences, uh, by the the family we were born in. Everything uh, makes us... uh, being unique so we have to uh, trust ourselves more to be confident with ourselves
0: thank you and i agree that you have to trust yourself to love yourself to be confident but it's more easy to say than to do what would be a process for you imagine you could go back to your teenage years give advice to you to become a strong confident woman what are things you could do? Is it to look yourself in the mirror and say affirmations and love yourself? Is it to delete all social media so that you don't compare yourself to others? Is it to not let in your life any toxic people and only good vibes? Or what would be some things that if you could give advice to your younger self would create faster and sooner the version of you that is confident that is able to be free to love and trust yourself
1: i think the most important uh, affirmation would be that uh, you are worth it you are enough and you are a very special person of course uh, when i was a teenager i was not being <laughs> i was not able to say these things to myself but i think this is the most important thing to to try to learn how to accept ourselves. We don't have to be in a standard. It's, uh, those beauty standards are not for real. Of course, it's uh, hard sometimes because the society sometimes makes you feel like mm, I have to be in a different way. Or uh, we have some examples on the TV or on social media that can uh, make us feel uh, complex or something like this. But uh, I think in the end, uh, loving ourselves, this is the most important thing.
0: (laughs) Thank you. And as a Romanian woman in 2023, maybe some people have not visited Romania. They don't know the women, the culture, and all that. If you could describe the uniqueness of uh, Romania, the Romanian culture the state of women and their ability in tech or anywhere else to be free to do what they want what would you say uh
1: romania is a good place to live even if uh, maybe it's not the best country in the world but it's a very nice place to be and uh, i can say that uh until now we have this freedom to be ourselves uh, i had the chance to meet a lot of beautiful women making uh, nice activities with a lot of interesting hobbies, passions. Uh, I had a chance to meet a lot of women with a unique fashion style, with uh, these things that are very, very unique. Uh, I lived in Spain for four years and uh, I come back in Romania in 2019 and since then I'm meeting all the time beautiful woman, very special woman. I surrounded myself with this type uh, kind of woman so it's uh, I think it's a good place to be. We can be free in our uniqueness. Or at least this is how I feel.
0: Thank you. That's really empowering. And I love that answer. And to ask something related to what we spoke about before, but it's different. You have your own writing in your blog. Many people, many women in general, maybe love to write or to create art, but they worry about the judgment of others. They don't want to post in a blog because they think, what if someone writes a negative comment and it hurts me and then I cannot deal with that? How do you overcome it? How do you have the ability to click publish and create your work and put it in public while We live in a time where it seems when people are online, they feel a lot more able and willing to write any comments without caring about how it makes people feel.
1: Well, uh, this is a very good question. And coming back a little bit to my uh, last answer, of course, there is also, I can say, a dark side of the society where, um, as I said, in Romania, I think we have the chance to be free, but at the same time also... It is this possibility to receive a lot of negative feedback from people, some mean comments and everything. This exists also. It's not something that is not real. And of course, social media, I think it's um, a perfect place to receive also negative feedback. But uh, in the end, uh, I think that in each area we perform everything we do, we will receive positive and negative feedback at the same time. And uh, it would be impossible to remove all the negative feedback from our lives. But sometimes, uh, for me, it's important to think that some people are not really mean, but maybe they have some problems, they have their own issues, struggles in life. All the time we will receive uh, positive and also negative feedback. So sometimes it's better to accept this, that... uh, it is possible to receive a negative feedback, but we don't have to take it personally all the time. And this is it.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Simona. It was my privilege and my honor to include you in this project, and this podcast. And to finish this, in the beginning of 2023, it's always a period to rethink about life, to think about priorities. What are some lessons that you want to have and implement more in your life in 2023 or things you want to make sure that you do to live better that maybe you can share with everyone so that they get inspired by your thoughts
1: well first of all i like to improve this thing to be more organized because as i have a lot a lot of passion sometimes i get distracted and i'm not so organized and this is very important i saw that how important it is to be organized. Uh, second of all, um, if we if we want to start doing something or to do more things, maybe we have more ideas, we have to take it easy, step by step, baby steps and not to put not to put pressure on ourselves.
0: Thank you so much Simona. I am so happy we have had this conversation. I wish you success in this year. I wish you balance all the art and the expression and the emotions you can handle. And thank you again.
1: Thank you also. It was very nice to participate into this. I'm very happy about it. Nice to meet you, Aziz. I think you are doing a great job.